Welcome to LOL Adulthood. Alright, let's get it started. Let's uh let's see what tarot cards say. Ooh, we doing tarot cards before we yeah. do the podcast? I asked so I asked like how do we make this a banger podcast? <laughs> Hopefully the cards, you know, are in our favor and they say that this comes out solid. So let's get started. Tarot's and um, it didn't really give us a direct answer, so there's that. Yeah, like sometimes I swear there's sometimes where I'm like, this could not have been more accurate, and I'm terrified. And then there's other times where I'm like, yeah, I'm not coming up with anything. Like, <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Righty, let's start for realsies now. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna do a countdown. Three, two. What? All right, guys, welcome to LOL Adulthood. I'm your host, Reem, and here's my guest, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what, guys? Today, we're going to be talking about existentialism. Now, <laughs> this is a, uh, you know, pretty interesting topic, a pretty interesting philosophical idea from the uh, early 1900s. It was kind of like uh, the precursor to it was essentialism, which was like the idea that uh, everything has a meaning, everything has a purpose, and there's basically, like, everything's kind of in its place, which at the time, I think, really, um, it really vibed well with, like, the Christian form of thought where, you know, everybody kind of believed that God put, uh, you know, created the universe, you know, and basically controlled all things and controlled everyone's destiny and, like, uh, the outcomes of everything. Uh, and then... Things got switched up a little bit. Uh, people started thinking different, you know. Uh, nihilism came out with your boy Nietzsche, and he was like, "Nah, nothing's important. Everything <laughs> is garbage. <laughs> Everything is trash, and there's no meaning to life whatsoever." He was like an angsty teen. Yeah, he was like in that like, stage. He's of his like, life. yeah, he's like the motivation for all those like goth kids. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Like, I was kind of like that in yeah. high school. But, <laughs> but like, essentially, his idea was, like, that nothing matters. You know, nothing's important. Uh, God is dead. Like, he was famous for saying God is dead. And basically forming the ideas of nihilism and saying that, you know, anybody who said that there was a meaning to life was wrong and that it just came from their own, you know, lack of understanding and, like, their own search for knowledge. Now, existentialism, on the other hand, where essentialism basically says that there's always a purpose, always has been a purpose, that purpose basically is preconditioned to existence. And while nihilism would say the opposite of that, say that there's no purpose, existentialism to me is like almost kind of in the middle where it's not saying that like there is an inherent purpose to everything but that there's a that there is almost no purpose, almost like nihilism, but the difference would be that the purpose to life is what you make it. Yeah, yeah. It's all about what you are willing to create. Right. And like what your your goals are, what your own morals are. And it really focuses on the individual. I feel like comparing that to essentialism, which I feel like uh, really vibed well with like monotheistic religions that believe that God created the universe, mm -hmm. you know, and everything is basically predetermined. 
and basically takes out the question of free will. Existentialism puts free will back on the table and basically gives the idea that the individual does have free will and almost has too much free will because you could take your life into infinite directions yeah. just based off of like whatever you believe mm-hmm. in that moment in a way. So when I first started researching existentialism, I I didn't really know what it was. Like I've heard the term around, yeah, you know, but yeah. I didn't I've never gone in depth to realize what its roots were and what it meant right and like the philosophy behind it but as i started researching and learning more about it i realized existentialism is pretty much like a canvas and you have a bunch of paint and you have the options to choose how you want to paint your canvas you can use all these colors and with that you can choose however you want to paint your medium right you could do a landscape you can do a person you can do shapes there's just so many ways you can go about life with all the decisions you have. It's pretty much like choose your own adventure. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's all about what you're willing to create, even though at the end of the day, it's nothing. Yeah. And it's still like almost kind of rides on that idea of like, there is no real purpose to the universe, no real purpose to human existence. Mm-hmm. Ex- like except for what you say it is you yeah know? whereas like nihilism is like no period there's no you know point to human existence and uh like a video that we actually watched before this <laughs> they were saying that like part of the reason nihilism was so popular was because of like uh, world war Two and the holocaust it was like a lot easier for after something so atrocious that happened uh for people to accept the idea of purposelessness and you know basically uh, being pretty cynical about the views of existence yeah. and human experience. I mean, no wonder because after those horrific events, it's like life is cheap. Yeah. You know, what's the purpose if things like these are going to happen? Yeah. And it's almost like, how like how could something so atrocious happen and be allowed to happen for so long? You yeah. Know, you still make the argument that God had like a purpose for this existence, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, it, I mean, it really makes sense why how nihilism kind of took off. It, it's strange because it's like they all kind of have these like intermingling ideas, right? Yeah. And like I said earlier, I feel like existentialism is like a really like good like middle ground in between the two where uh-huh. you're saying on the one hand, essentialism is like there's a purpose to any, everything, nihilism, no purpose. And then existentialism is like no purpose, but there is one it's that you, you make. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, you know, that really brings up like the question of like free will and like, as like individual agents and like individual human beings, Mm -hmm. you know, what, like, first of all, what is free will, you know, uh, because from like a nihilistic point of view, you could look at like everyone's actions and decisions as like circumstance of like environmental genetic and all certain different kinds of factors. Right. And that there is no real like human essence or soul that's like choosing you know a path yeah but with like existentialism in a way you're saying the opposite thing like oh they're choosing exactly what they want to do and they have free dominion and it's almost like an abundance of freedom um and almost like a too much freedom in a way like Mm -hmm. because there's almost like no guidelines to life except for the ones that you place upon it which i would say is a pretty accurate like model of human existence like in my mind it's hard to argue essentialism point of view because for me like it's hard to think of like an all-loving all-caring god that would also create like a hitler or like a serial killer you know yeah but for 
from an existential point of view, it's like, oh, that makes sense. This is this own person's free will and own dominion over their own life that's creating these circumstances. And it's because they chose to think in these certain ways Mm -hmm. that led uh, them down a path for these certain, you know, events to happen. Yeah. But, you know, existentialism gets into a lot of that, a, a lot more than that as well. It's like kind of the problems of like, human existence in general but one of the big ideas behind it is that science and morality together can't fully capture the entire essence of the human existence because it's too complex yeah you know it's just kind of pushing the envelope a little bit and ask what is free will who's making decisions i have the themes written down that goes along with that so so people can understand how it's broken down so the first theme is importance of the individual So that's what does it mean to be existing as a human being with existentialism? (laughs) A lot of people are pressing the question of who they are and what does it mean to be human? And then on top of that, they're asking what is right and wrong in a world of moral chaos? Right, right. You know, so what constitutes a meaningful life? So if you have this blank canvas and you can paint it however you want, how are you going to paint it? And with what purpose are you going to paint it? What kind of life do you want to lead? And right. what value will that right. have? And I think that's like the scary thing about it. It's like when you introduce the idea of existentialism, it's like, oh, there is no moral guideline except for the one that you create. There's yeah. a lot of things that if you're going by your own moral guideline, you can just justify in your own head. And it's not always going to line up with societal guidelines, you know? Yeah, which goes into the second theme, importance of choice. As humans, we're constituted by our decisions and every choice has to be personally appropriated. And that goes along with the story of how there was this guy and he really wanted to be a soldier and he wanted to serve the country because he feel like he would be serving a greater good and making a difference right but then he also had a very sick mother and he was torn between either helping the country or helping his mother because he was like if i was in the military i would be making a small difference you know you probably couldn't even identify that difference because it's such a large group of people right right but if i help my mother that would make a huge difference because it's just one person. Right. So it's like a huge different in one difference in one person's life or a small person in like in a sense like millions of people's lives. Yeah, and it's like what would serve the greater good? And he struggled with this and there is no right answer. There's no right decision he could make because right. at the end of the day it's all about his moral code and what leads him to that choice. Right. Yeah, and so I think one of the predominant views of existentialism would be that in that case like there is no right answer but the right answer in a sense is the one that he chooses so no matter what he chooses as long as he's you know staying true to himself and being his authentic self he's on the right path exactly that's where he's supposed to be in a sense even though existentialism isn't like necessarily like preordained but yeah let's not get into that (laughs) kind of crossing hairs at this point (laughs) and then that goes into this third theme of where we as humans have anxiety regarding life death and contingencies and just extreme decisions like the concept of not being alive anymore the loss of being like what does it mean to not be who we are anymore? yeah so i guess that kind of ties into the concept of nothingness you know yeah uh which is a big 
kind of uh, point of existentialism because if you believe that uh you know nothing is preordained nothing really has a purpose until that purpose is decided you mm-hmm. know like what does that say about the nature of nothingness yeah. as opposed to existence right you know even though they're polar opposites they complete each other in a strange way like even though they could not be more different if you didn't have one without the other that's like the sort of balance of these things going along with that it brings me to one of the fourth themes and that's just meaning and absurdity you know what does it mean to be alive because this guy Sartre how do you say his name <laughs> I'm not sure but he has some goofy ass eyes though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah guys listeners you gotta look up this man yeah look this dude up it's- look Look up the founder of existentialism because I'm afraid I'll botch his name. <laughs> yeah, and this guy has the googly lookingest eyes <laughs> in the world. And Literally looks like something from like my fifth grade scrapbook or something like that that we had to do for school and just like some random eyes put together on a face. Okay, and- <laughs> I'm just going to tell you why he looks so fucked up. Okay, <laughs> it says... On my notes right here. According to Annie Cohen Sohol, who wrote a biography of Sartre, his daily drug consumption was thus two packs of cigarettes, several tobacco pipes, over a quart of alcohol, which was like a mixture of wine, beer, vodka, whiskey, 200 milligrams of amphetamines, 15 grams of aspirin, and a boatload of barbit. How do you say that word? Barbiturate? Barbiturates. What the hell's a barbiturate? It is, like, not healthy for you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it can kill you. <laughs> and then coffee, tea, and then a few heavy meals. He, surprise, surprise, would become terribly ill and would cut back on the tobacco and drugs once in a while. But then one <laughs> is left... <laughs> and then one is left to wonder if Sartre's lazy eye was actually just a symptom of being shit-hammered all the time. You know, I feel like that's a... a- a reasonable question to ask but you know (laughs) according to the ideas of existentialism this guy's meaning in life was found from drugs yeah you know and nobody can tell him that that's wrong yeah i mean they can't look him in the eyes found like like a a fuck ton of meaning from all the drugs he was doing yeah you know which for all those listeners out there who are thinking like should i do drugs maybe not maybe Maybe not but but maybe um, you just listen to that voice right side right inside your heart okay ask your inner self (laughs) yeah you gotta be authentic okay and if your authentic self is saying to do drugs i'm not saying to do drugs but (laughs) you know (laughs) i mean life's a game man life's a game just be authentic yeah. and see where that takes you. It's an open canvas. Paint with the color green, paint with the color yellow. Paint with that methamphetamine, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like- That's what this guy did. <laughs> That's what caused his lazy eye, I'm thinking. <laughs> or the barbiturates. Those are apparently not too good for you. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> Anyways, um, <laughs> so Sartre, he spoke about an un- unfulfillable desire for a complete fulfillment and thereby express the meaning of absurdity. So we're forced to ask ultimate questions by the very nature of our lives, our purpose. Like, we don't have enough decisions to fulfill that. 
You know, it's like everything's right. free for all, so we can never be fulfilled because right. we never think it's enough. Yeah, because in a way, it's like what they kind of see as the definition of absurd is like there is no real purpose in a way. So like you can never really feel fully fulfilled yeah. because you're just making up the purpose and going along with it as you go in a way. Yeah, and if we're like relating it to like adulting and growing up and as we're getting older, it's like our goals are constantly changing. Our right. decisions, our perspectives, our personalities, we're constantly yeah. growing and constantly shifting. So it's like, what is fulfillment? Exactly. It's like, you know, none of us are the same person we were a year ago. So it's like, you can't really judge yourself by the same goals and aspirations you had then, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I, I guess that would be one of the better points of existentialism as well, because you really just want to look at your goals and aspirations in the moment like where you are currently and that's going to be where you find your life's purpose. Yeah. Cuz you can't hold yourself to the same standards that you did in the past. You yeah, know? and I saw something interesting while I was researching and it's like when you are thinking about existentialism and you're thinking about nihilism and you feel like wow, I have all these choices, I'm overwhelmed and you know, what's the point? Like I it, everything just feels heavy and you just feel very destructive and everything. This paper said you don't have to change what you believe, but you can change how you feel about what you believe. And that's where I think existentialism comes in. It's like, yeah. you know, even if things are going this way, I mean, you always have the power to choose a different direction. Right, right. I think that's a, definitely a, a good way to encapture uh, some of the main points of existentialism. Yeah. I mean, if there are no guidelines for our actions, then we are essentially condemned to freedom. Yeah, to our know? own devices. Like, to an, to a scary level of freedom, in a way, you know? Yeah. And I think, at the end of the day, with existentialism, it's all about believing in yourself that you have purpose, and you can make that purpose into whatever you want it to be. You just have to want it bad enough. And right. that goes with, you know, manifestation, affirmations, and you know, building that positive energy of what you want out of your life. Right. And I I also like it too, because it's like, uh, I feel like your goals and aspirations through existentialism can stay pretty fluid. Existentialism is definitely an interesting topic because what are we really? I mean, what is our real purpose on this earth? Nobody really knows. Yeah, nobody can say for sure. Yeah. You know? But I feel like existentialism, you can't, in a way, you can't really argue it because it's just your personal truth. Yeah. You know, it's your authentic self manifesting whatever purpose there is to this life, mm-hmm. you know? But, yeah, that's... But yeah, that's existentialism. Woo! Woo! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Yeah! <laughs> Thanks for listening. Make sure to check out our Instagram at loladulthood and our website... As told by Reem for more updates and fun posts. I'm your host, Reem, and this is LOL Adult.